By watching or listening to this show, you are acknowledging that you are of legal age to purchase and consume cannabis in your region. This production is for adults only. Welcome to the Cannabis 101 podcast, part of the Cannabis Life Experience, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. Join us on this journey and adventure with the wonderful plant. Here's your host, Dean Millard. Welcome to episode 86, our number two of the Cannabis 101 podcast, where it's not just about getting high, it's about getting healthy. My name is Dean Millard. I'm so glad to have you aboard uh, for this journey, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun, but we do need to kick things off in our own in our own unique way here on the program, and that's by finding out just what's your groove. in your pipe and smoke it. Can you dig it? Kind of grabs you by the boom boom boom. Pipe in a crate, long in a blitz. This is great. This is the bee's knees. Can you dig it? All right, when I ask what's your groove, what I want to know is that uh, while you're listening to this show, if indeed you are grooving uh, to something when it comes to cannabis, I would love to hear about it. Uh, Possibly you have uh, just some nice relaxing CBD. Maybe you've got uh, a big fat joint. I don't know. Maybe it's a CBD joint. Who knows? It could be a number of anything uh, that you could be grooving with. But if you are, please let me know. Love it. Uh, Big, big uh, supporter of the show, Joey, uh, in Pennsylvania. Loves to uh, point out what he's uh, grooving with, and he always has some beautiful stuff going on. So please let me know what it is, uh, if indeed you're grooving to anything, uh, or just where you're listening from. would always love to hear that uh, from our listeners and our uh, viewers as well. You could be watching this on our YouTube channel, possibly streaming on our social media channels, or you might be just listening. This is what I'm grooving with. It's the uh, original Stash uh, OS Click, uh, and this is the uh, Blue Dream. Uh, and what I've done, um, at some points I've uh, taken this. Uh, this is, this is uh, really cool. I don't know if... Uh, you guys have actually seen how this works uh, when I get it off. Uh, you just uh, turn the top, and then it pushes it out in uh, controlled doses. So uh, at uh, times, I've put it on a joint and sprinkled some keef over it for like a super, super potent, uh, really, really fun double blue dream joint I did. Uh, but also at times, you just uh, click it and put it in, uh, load it up in the... Uh, Slash from Stonesmith. That's what I've done uh, with this right now. So I'm going to get my groove on with this uh, blue dream in the slash from Stonesmith. I just love the linalool, uh, that uh, terpene that comes through in blue dream. Just absolutely love it. All right, so... That is what I'm grooving with. Love to hear what uh, you're grooving with. And uh, just for chiming in at any point in the show, um, everybody can qualify for uh, the prize pack, the Cannabis 101 podcast prize pack. So this is what's coming down the hash pipe on this program. Uh, Charles Padalino, a sea of cars. Uh, I love talking to musicians and artists about their cannabis use. Uh, So uh, a band out of the Chicago area are going to join us and also talk about the legalization process that's happened in Illinois. Uh, Chris Ionson from Plant Life Cannabis, regional manager and our educator on Know Your Buds. 
Uh, he is bringing us Blue Topaz, which is Slurricane 9 from Queen of Buds. And uh, it's uh, awesome. Uh, Queen of Bud is just absolutely uh, blowing up. There is so much good stuff uh, coming out of that uh, area of cannabis. So can't wait to bring you that one. Our cannabis question is about athletics. What pairs well with cannabis um, is watching something. And we'll also tell you about the uh, Weed Weekly and how you can get in on our giveaway every Friday. It comes right into your inbox when we spin the wheel of names. Good stuff with the Weed Weekly. We'll tell you all about that and more. But right now, let's get things going with the cannabis question. It's prize time. Chime in on the cannabis question. Okay. And you could win a Cannabis 101 podcast prize pack. Quite a great bong and a blint. Hit us up on any of our social media feeds or email us at Cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. Okay, here we go. So for the cannabis question this week, I'm asking you, do you combine athletics with cannabis? And, you know, when I was uh, in my peak athletic form, people would have been like, oh, my goodness, are you kidding me? Um, I, I at one point thought I could not focus um, when I played golf and cannabis. And, you know, turns out it was probably just uh, had the wrong cultivar. Uh, so now I would love to uh, get back into the golf game a little bit with uh, legalization. So chime in on the cannabis question on Twitter at the cannabis 101. You can get us on Instagram and Facebook at the cannabis 101 podcast. And you can email me and stay anonymous cannabis 101 podcast at gmail.com if you so choose. But let me know. Um, I love to ski. And uh, use cannabis paddle boarding out on the water, things like that. But got some really good responses on Instagram. Uh, Deer Killer uh, 3R07 uh, or Deer Killer 07 says, uh, Love going for an afternoon hour walk with my slash from Stonesmiths uh, with uh, Shenatalee1974. Walker Fresh saying, running and cannabis has been a newfound joy for me. Broken Coast rucks and joints on hand helped me complete a 50K in the fall. That's awesome, man. Some great karyophylline in uh, Ruxton. Uh, Ros and Bros, our good friends, they were on an early, early, early episode uh, back when we didn't have video. Uh, says, used to smoke a fatty right before lining up for half marathons and full marathon. But every race, before every race, a big dube. Now it's more dab, so less smoke and plant matter are consumed. Uh, so really, really cool stuff. And then uh, Tome Toe says, is slow pitch considered athletics? Then it's pre, during, and post enjoyment. Heck yeah, slow pitch is athletics. Uh, you're swinging, you're running, you're fielding grounders. Ah, oh, man. I really want to get back into playing slow pitch. So anyway, hit me up on Twitter at the cannabis one Oh one and on uh, Instagram, Facebook, the cannabis one Oh one podcast. You can almost also email me cannabis one Oh one podcast at gmail.com. As for what pairs well with cannabis, there's anything that you like to do with cannabis. Uh, just talked about athletics. Uh, here's the opposite of athletics, watching the channel adult swim. Listen, I'm sometimes late to the party, I just discovered Adult Swim. I absolutely love it. Uh, I'm catching up on a lot of shows that I've missed and a lot of new shows, so um, big fan of Rick and Morty. Uh, so that's that's what pairs well with cannabis for me is uh, watching Adult Swim and uh, laughing my ass off. Uh, and usually it's because I'm uh, packing the slash with something uh, good goodness. And that's because uh, they're such great friends and supporters and partners uh, of the show, just like the OZ and the Green Generation Co., uh, they appear on hour number one. Uh, but I love that I get to work with a local Edmonton company. You can check them out online at stonesmiths.ca. Um, we have the wonderful Slash, as I uh, showed you before. Best part about this, built-in loader. Boom, you get your uh, stuff uh, loaded in, and you're good to go. So they've got a new chamber on the way that's going to produce even bigger clouds and heat up even faster, and it only takes four seconds. So 
Check them out at stonesmiths.ca and uh, find some good stuff there. And uh, don't forget to check out the Cannabis 101 podcast .ca where you can find past episodes, contests, you can subscribe to the Weed Weekly which comes into your inbox every Friday. Uh, we also have a Patreon uh, account and a, and a link there. As you know, uh, you're not allowed sponsorships in cannabis, so uh, if you are so inclined, uh, we'd love uh, some support. Of course, no pressure, definitely no obligation, but if you enjoy this show and the production value, uh, certainly we've uh, We've tried to put as much into the show as possible. We'd love any kind of support uh, that uh, you could possibly give us. And as mentioned, the Weed Weekly, you can sign up for just for subscribing. Uh, and the subscribers get it every inbo- every Friday in their inbox. We do contests. Uh, we have a little bit of a history note and some other fun stuff. So, yeah, that can be found at www.cannabis101podcast.ca. All right, uh, speaking of musicians, uh, that is our guest today, Charles Padalino. We're going to hear from another musician right now, uh, from the artist My Dead Dog. This is the Weed Song, and then we'll talk music and weed with Charles after that. talking uh with artists on this show artists of of any kind and you know not specifically always people in the cannabis industry but people that kind of use cannabis for their industry and really happy to welcome uh, charles to the show from uh, sea of carls charles uh, panelino and, and first of all charles i guess how long have you been producing music what kind of genre do you guys uh, have for the sea of cars um so as far as producing and Writing, uh, Sea of Cars actually only started a little more than five years ago. Um, our first show was actually on my mom's birthday nice. um, in December. Uh, happy birthday, mom. Uh, and it just kind of started as a solo project. It was just something I was doing in a small studio that me and my dad had in, in our house. And um, after writing our first EP and working on it, um, took it somewhere, really recorded at a, at a studio. Um, and after that, I, I just really felt, you know, I want to, I want to start playing. This is something I think I really want to do. Um, and recruited my drummer and ever since, uh, the rest is history about, yeah. So about five years I've been, uh, writing music as Steve Cars. Nice. All right. So tell us uh, a little bit about the genre. Who's in the band. Uh, give us the details on that. Um, very small, uh, outfit. We're only a two piece. We did originally start as a three. Um, but unfortunately our bass player at the time, he just had a lot of personal things going on and felt, you know, he needed to step away. Um, so I didn't let that hinder us. We just pretty much ever since continued as a two piece. Um, I would like to have a bass player, but you know, I'm not beat up by it because, um, kind of adding to what our genre is, uh, because of what I view our genre as I, use my guitar tones and I build my tones around that to kind of compensate for not heavy bass. I give my, my guitar a little bit more of a, a bassy tone. Um, so we kind of go along the lines of a, like a ambient, um, experimental post-punk is what I like to say. Um, but you know, Dean, it, genre is such a, a big thing at this point. I feel like it's so hard to pinpoint and anytime someone comes up to me and asks, I just, like internally, I feel bad to myself for picking genres because I mean, I just mm-hmm. we're so much stuff that, and that's why I put the experimental tag because I just I don't like to stick to one thing. I, I like to because I like all different genres, I, and I like to put that in the music to show that I listen to hey, not just maybe you know punk music or uh, indie music or 
alternative stoner rock or something like that. And yeah, so I, ultimately I'd say we're kind of just atmospheric experimental music. All right. I like it. People can find uh, the website as if they're uh, watching, you can see it seaofcars.bandcamp.com. Uh, sea uh, and where else can they find your music? Um, we are, man, pretty much on any, any streaming service you could think of. Uh, we got Spotify, we're up there, we're on Apple, Deezer, uh, Pandora. I literally, I think, uh, the company we go through, they just, uh, they get your stuff out on, I think it's Perfect. like 50, like 45, 50 plus things. So I'm sure you could type it in and it'll just pull up everything. Excellent. All right, let's talk a little bit about uh, cannabis now. Uh, you know, we're going to discuss more yes. about music, but let's talk a little bit about cannabis. And you know, when did cannabis become part of your personal life, and why? Uh, so, as far as personal life, uh, about the age of twenty-one, I met a group of younger, and uh, they they were big users of cannabis. So uh, ever since then, pretty much uh, end of the line, I've been a user ever since nine years. All right. Let's talk a little bit about cannabis and music now. Do you have any rituals um, when you're writing music that maybe involve cannabis or, or any kind of uh, combination uh, for you in, with cannabis and music? Yeah, of, uh, of course. I mean, pretty much almost any time um, I go to sit down um, and play uh, my guitar more so for the purpose of um, creating music for Sea Cars, yeah, I, I usually try to to smoke a little bit just because it usually will help um and i find with the sativas it's it really helps a lot um and even when if i just want to sit down and like play my drums and and goof off i'll i'll do but yeah definitely it, it helps me to to smoke and to really get into that creative niche most of the time do you have any kind of go-to cre uh, cultivars that, that you really feel help with uh, creativity? Or do you kind of try to mix it up a little bit so maybe you don't are always depending on the one thing? Because, you know, the, the great thing about uh, the, the, the plant is that we all react a little bit differently to it. So what might uh, stimulate creativity for me might not for you. Of course. Yeah, yeah that endocannabinoid system. Um, I you know, I, I found a strain recently from my dispensary called Mr. Clean. Um, and that has just, I bought two eighths of it and I'm still, and I, I mean, I bought it probably about like two and a half, three months ago almost. And I'm still sitting on about three grams, a little less of it. Cause I, I enjoy it so much that I don't want to use it right away. Cause I want to use it for when I'm creative. Um, so yeah, Mr. Clean has been a good one for me lately. Uh, what about writing? Have you written any songs specifically about cannabis? Not yet. Um, and I actually had a, an idea a while back when I was going to school and a buddy and I, my, uh, mine, we were smoking in my car and those little tree air fresheners that are in yeah. cars. Uh, we kind of looked at that and we were smoking and we were, we were looking at that and we're like, you know, we could kind of, he's like, you could make a little song, you know, about like the two of these kind of mixed together and you could call it Little Trees. So I have that actually as a note in my phone. Um, so who knows, that might, that might turn into something I might do. I might reference it uh, on this next album because we're actually in the process of writing for our next album. So maybe awesome. I'll throw that in there. That's good. Sea of Cars com. What music, uh, and, and this is probably a bit of a, kind of an open-ended question but what music do you think goes well with cannabis and and try not to say every music but maybe give me some specific, <laughs> You're right. specific uh maybe bands or something that you really think uh, go well or songs for that matter um you know uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna rep rep them again because i think i had said something about them in, in one hitters but this uh shirt i'm actually wearing wilco they are a chicago band They've been around for, for years, though, at this point. Um, they're older than I am, a lot older. Um, but their music is just some of the most like laid back, just happy feeling, upbeat. And I, I just, I actually have a rule in my car. Whenever I hear Wilco come on shuffle, I have to smoke. Because I just, I just think they're the perfect band to smoke to. Um But I, yeah, other than that, I feel like uh, I love metal music. I used to play even in a metal band, and all we did was smoke. 
Right. <laughs> so um, metal music for sure too. It, I enjoy it. That's a good game to play with Wilco, provided you're not you're not the driver and you, you know yeah, you're right? pulling pulling over a lot to uh, to wait for the effect. Take a nap. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of uh, Illinois and Chicago and the area that you're in. They legalized uh, medical marijuana in 2013, and recreational use uh, became uh, able for you guys uh, just this last year. What has it been yeah. like since since Illinois legalized? Um, uh, it's it seems it seems like they're they're doing pretty well here. Um, I mean, the dispensaries I go to, everybody is always super informational, super helpful. Um. They've actually been talking with me about getting my medical card because uh, I'm actually trying to uh, get in, you know, the process of that going. And um, you know, it's the recreational. It's it seems a, a little laggy still compared to medical, just because, um, like you said, we're pretty fresh into it here. Um, so we haven't reached that point where we're hanging out like Denver or Seattle, and we got these nice, you know, let me go buy a half an ounce of shake for 20 bucks and some tax. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still paying like, you know, 55 to 65 an eighth, depending on, you know, your strain and the THC content that's in it. But um, I mean, it, it it's, it's seems like it's just going up and up though. I mean, I see more and more people every time I go to a dispensary here. Um, I mean, I myself just, recently i i mean i've gone here and there to our dispensaries and but you know this this is the way they got to do it and um you know this is going to help the bad and sometimes shady things that happen in the black market and that's kind of why i switched to going to the dispensary i figured i'd rather pay a little more and know what i'm getting than to go and buy the stuff that you know you might ask them hey what what is this an indica or sativa even and they don't even know that you know, mm. um, and I think it's going to be these dispensaries really obviously being able to provide the information that's going to draw people away from the black market. And it's only going to make, um, you know, recreational and medical weed more prominent and grow. No mm-hmm. pun intended. <laughs> well, they, yeah, exactly. Well, there's 86 episodes of education for them uh, right here on the Cannabis 101 podcast, and that's what we try to uh, provide for a lot of people. I mean, I mean, I remember when legalize hap- legalization happened in Canada. The lineups were so long. Uh, the, there was yeah, one I store in the city that I lived in, and the lineups were crazy long. And was it was it like that in the beginning, or has it kind of been like a slow rollout? You know. From what I've seen here in Chicago, it was pretty, pretty – I think everybody was just at this point ready for it. Because, I mean, Chicago's a, you know, top three – sorry, my, my cat. Um, <laughs> distracting me. Um, the, people were ready. I mean, we're one of the top three cities pretty much in, in you know, America here. You, you got California with Los Angeles, you know, then New York, New York, and then it's Chicago pretty much. And, you know – I feel Chicagoans were just, they were at that point where they're like, okay, come on. You know, why did we, we're waiting past all these other states who have legalized already. And, you know, we're Chicago and we have it done. So when it first rolled out here, people were, they were lined. It was definitely not slow. <laughs> it was, we were ready for here in Chicago for that by uh, far. That, that is good. Uh, Chicago's, uh, you know, one of the best sports cities out there. And I'm, you know, a lot of shows that I do are about sports and uh, definitely on my bucket list to go to. And now that there is legalization, I will uh, get to uh, Chicago at some point. Have you looked at working in the industry at all? Is this something that, you know, obviously you have a passion about uh, music and cannabis. Uh, do you think you'll uh, look into working? And, and I, I wonder, you know, how is the, the job creation going, do you think? Uh, definitely. I actually started looking not too long ago. Um, and I've been applying for some, um, positions. I did actually get two emails about positions, but unfortunately just cause I've recently become a father in the last year and, um, you know, just other personal, um, things that are mixed into mine and my fiance's life. It's just hard for me to get and get into certain schedules. So unfortunately, Mm -hmm. I just couldn't work the times that they were looking for, which unfortunately, they didn't list that 
within their listings. So I didn't know what they were looking for exactly. Um, but yeah, I've been looking, I would, I would love to, even if it's just as a picker, so, you know, trimmer to bud tender, I just, I would love to work with cannabis at all. But, um, I mean, every time I look, uh, more and more positions, it seems like it's just getting bigger here in Illinois. And we got a lot of space out here, uh, in fields, especially down South. So that seems to be where most of cultivation is done. And, that's kind of the other problem. I'm towards pretty much the actual city of Chicago and all that's mm. like two hours away. So it, it's going to be a bit difficult, but if I can, I would love to, I would love mm. to. Work well, with it. Congratulations on becoming a father and, uh, you know, family comes Thank first you. and then uh, work on things as you go. Uh, you you kind of mentioned uh, some of the cool cultivars that you've been, been able to find when you go into those dispensaries. I know the education is, is going to get there and, and that takes time, but you know, what is the selection yeah. and, and the quality like? selection is actually pretty good um and not that it would have really any correlation but for like the prices of what um you know you pay out here i, I didn't imagine there would be such a big selection but um right to the left of me i actually have a, a, a huge just stock because recently with um you know I, I got my tax refund so i decided to treat myself and um i've actually recently just been trying a lot of um like staple cultivars that most people, you know, go bonkers for. I, I got Maui Wowie here, Pineapple Express, actually. And I feel like that when I told a couple of my friends, they were shocked. They're like, you never tried Pineapple Express before? I said, no, I just never had the chance to get it. And, right. you know, I got I got to say, dopest dope I've ever smoked. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, they got definitely huge, huge selection out here. Very I love Maui Wowie. Maui Wowie is uh, is definitely one of my favorite. Uh, you know, Blue Dream is my jam, but Maui Wowie, when I can find it, oh, uh, I grab it whenever I can. Um, well, you know, what about other areas in your life? We talk about creativity and and helping with music. Uh, you know, is, is cannabis? Do you, do you use it for any other parts of your life? Definitely. Uh, you know, almost almost every single part. To be honest, uh, you know, I it was about a year ago maybe, maybe two that I, I started personally viewing it as medicine. Um, and not just that, you know, drug that, Oh, yo, they're going to smoke weed. You know, mm. let's just smoke weed, everybody. Let's get high. Um, because, and honestly, uh, your, your podcast Dean was a, a big, a big push into that. Cause I really, when I heard your slogan for the first time, it, it really, it really hit home. Uh, cause it's not just about really getting high. It is about getting healthy because you know, this, this plant has all these um, components to it and, and all these properties that really are helpful. And, you know, it's, it's unfortunate to see what it was like for cannabis through time up until this point, but it's great that people are coming around. Yeah. Cause I use it for mental illness, even, um, you know, I, I struggle and I know from listening to your show, you know, you're no stranger to that world. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, people need to not be worried or that's pretty much what you guys talk about all the time. The stigma needs to be gone. Got to get rid of that stigma. Um, yeah, I use it for everything. Yeah. And, and it's important to, to make sure people know that, you know, it, it, I, I don't smoke a joint and all of a sudden my depression is gone. Uh, you know, like exactly. it's, it's not, it's exactly. not a cure all for things. It can help with a number of things, you know, but, uh, you know, for people that, that, that do have uh, mental health issues, you know, do not just substitute, do not stop taking your prescription medications. Do not stop going to therapy. It can help with those things. I go to therapy, uh, you know, I, I, I use other supplements that I use. So uh, important to know that it can help. It's not a cure-all, but it can be a big benefactor, uh, you know, in, in, you know, as you know, and uh, as I know. All right, I want to ask you a couple more music questions before we wrap up. Yeah. Who, who's a yeah. musician and combined with cannabis that you look up to? Is there is there somebody out there uh, that that is kind of like a, a cannabis musician uh, idol? Honestly, kind of going back to um, the story from my one hitters, uh, that 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 vocalist and guitarist that I had smoked with the one time, they pretty much since the time that I, I really, even before I, I smoked cannabis and I listened to them, I, I knew they were partakers and um yeah yeah it would, it would really have to it would have to be uh that vocalist trevor stranat is his name from the black dahlia murder All um, right. i look up to him very much so we got uh, a nice shot of um you guys uh, jamming out here tell me how you came up with the name sea of cars oh man you're gonna be tired of hearing about this 
I actually got it from the band Wilco. Um, shout out to them. Um, they have a song called In a Future Age off of an album called Summer Teeth. And in that song, um, he says, high above the sea of cars. And I just, I'd, I just, it really resonated with me for some reason. And uh, sometimes people kind of get a chuckle out of it because I'll tell them the name and they, they don't, they don't hear it correctly. So I have mm. to, I usually then will have to use the example like, oh, you know how you're driving by a big parking lot and you're like, wow, look at that sea of cars. And then they get it. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's, I, I took it from a, a Wilco uh, lyric because I love them and I just really liked it. Just sounded nice. different. Nice tribute as well. Uh, people can find uh, seaofcars.bandcamp.com and uh, listen to your music as well as all streaming platforms. All right, let's wrap up with this. I always love to ask every one of my guests because it's an opinion, and opinions can't be wrong. What do you think is the next big thing in cannabis? Now, you know, here in Canada, uh, you know, we have a lot of things going on. You guys are just dipping your toes in it uh, in, in a oh, lot yeah. of different states. Uh, you, know, you know, I think there's only about 14 states uh, that don't have some form of uh, legalization uh, in the United States. But in your opinion, what do you think will be the next big thing in cannabis? Uh, you know, uh, hopefully we could take a page out of Canada's book, really. And I, I feel like I feel like them trying to do it locally and through state was not the best idea. Um, but I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, so I feel like the next biggest thing I can really do is just, you know, talk, sit down, get on a federal level like you guys are. And I, I feel like that's what's really going to going to be what helps America really get that. OK, everybody get behind cannabis like mm -hmm. we need to do this. So hopefully we could see that here. But again, like you said, there's not a lot of states. There's some that are lagging and. I feel like it's going to be a long time for America to get there. Yeah, you know, it's but it's interesting. We talked on hour one with David Wiley from uh, the OZ on this week in Cannabis News. Is very quickly the United States is going to be sandwiched between two federally legalized countries. Yep. We're already legal. Mexico is uh, rolling it out, and and they're they're going to legal, be legal soon. Uh, you look at countries in Europe that are uh, going to get the ball rolling. Yeah. You know, it, it's just it's just putting more and more pressure on the United States to realize this is a plant and it's not it shouldn't be in the same schedule as heroin. So the pressure is mounting, exactly. and it's going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just ridiculous to see how 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 wrong cannabis is done here in America, and and how we have to be so pretty much self centered on our own opinion of everything. You know, no offense to America, but I mean that's essentially what you're doing when you're you know you have all these you know countries doing everything pretty much universally, and you're just going to be the odd man out. Like it's not how you make friends. It's not how you have a good time. That's right. Uh, <laughs> playground etiquette. Playground etiquette, eh? Exactly. There you go. Yeah, playground. <laughs> All so. right. This has been a lot of fun, my man. Uh, I really en Tons. enjoy getting to know you. I appreciate the uh, the, the love that yeah. you uh, give us on social media and the, the education that we've been able to give you. That's the goal of this show is to educate you, you in an entertaining way. So thanks so much for joining me, man. Best of luck with the music and keep in touch. Thank you. Thank you. Of course, always well. Thank you for the show. Cannabis life experience. It's not just about getting high. It's about getting healthy. Turning the wheel of cannabis, one toke at a time. Uh, that was a fun conversation to be a part of, and uh, we'll have more with Charles as we feature him in One Hitters, getting to know his cannabis history. You can find that in full episodes at www.cannabis101podcast.ca uh, where you can also uh, subscribe uh, to the Weed Weekly and uh, get in on the, uh, in, uh, the email that comes right to you every Friday. All right, uh, big thanks uh, to our friends and uh, good, good company guys uh, and gals at Stonesmiths. Check them out, stonesmiths.ca, a good local Edmonton company. Let's all support local these days and 
this is an amazing product. It just takes four seconds to heat up and fire away. There are three different temperature settings as well. Great for uh, introduction into concentrates or if you're experienced with it as well. And they got something coming uh, in uh, April. I don't know what it is. Uh, I've been trying to get some hints out of Levi and Heath, and I get nothing. So I can't wait to find out what they have coming next because uh, the slash is dynamite, as Jimmy Walker used to say on uh, Good Times. All right, speaking of Good Times, let's get into Know Your Buds. Who grew it? What's the terpene profile? Who created it? What is the lineage? How much THC? What's in a name? This is Know Your Buds, a close-up look at cultivars you should try or try again. Joining Dean is our educator, Chris Ionson. Always love exploring the plant on Know Your Buds with my good friend Chris Ionson, regional manager at Plant Life Cannabis. Make sure you use the click and collect on their website, and we're going to have uh, some details uh, in this segment about how you can uh, really, really get some good deals at uh, a new location. But I bring in my friend Chris Ionson, our educator on Know Your Buds. How are things tonight, my man? Uh, things are going really good, buddy. It's uh, it's been a pretty sweet day so far. Uh, yeah, I'm pumped to get this one going with you. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about uh, this one as well. Um, you know, I I ran into and 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 was able to meet uh, the woman behind this company uh, pre-COVID when we were actually allowed to uh, get out and uh, celebrate and do some different things. So excited about this one for sure. Uh, we are doing Blue Topaz, which is a Slurricane Nine, and it is an eighty uh, to twenty. Indica, and uh, these are pre-rolls right here, beautiful, uh, from the Queen of Bud. So let's talk about Queen of Bud, because this is a company uh, that has been, you know, really, really growing quite quickly and effectively, haven't they, Chris? Yeah, totally, Dean. Um, They started up pretty much at legalization there, October uh, 2018, the founder, Ashley Newman, uh, the queen herself, uh, started the brand off with, uh, with a retail shop in Calgary, Alberta. And, uh, it was a really kind of high end shop, really, um, really fancy looking all the decor, all the, you know, displays in the store just had a really kind of fancy, uh, real pretty vibe to it. Uh, yeah, there you can see it there. Just, just gorgeous. Uh, and, and the store there in Calgary was a big hit, uh, big success. And they went on to open up a second location in Toronto, uh, Ontario. And uh, with that, the kind of retail brand was rolling. And um, she also had quite a, quite a large uh, social media uh, following. Uh, you know, currently, she has o- over 82,000 followers on her Instagram. So uh, just a big presence in social media there. Uh, and she kind of realized she wanted to make a, a more distinct role in the cannabis industry. And, uh, and a partnership was formed between uh, the Queen of Bud and uh, the Kandri Cannabis Facility. Uh, and they started growing queen of bud cannabis and uh so now we're seeing uh pre-rolls and eighths uh from them and it's uh it's awesome yeah this uh uh, wh- when we get to my experience and, and your experience, you'll find out uh, how the uh, the first pre-roll went for me last night. And wouldn't you believe it, my lighter has uh, conked out in this one. So anyway, I'm going to grab a lighter. Will you tell us a little bit about meeting Ashley Newman? Um, because she is a force. When I met her, uh, I was at a uh, Alberta Cannabis Council event in Calgary, and she just kind of really captivated the room. People kind of wanted to get in and talk to her and find find out uh, what she was thinking and things like that. And she just kind of seems to be able to draw the room to her and, uh, you know, really has some bright ideas. I really enjoyed the conversation with her and some of her staff members. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Dino. You know, uh, I think that's, that's well said about the, the energy. She's got a great energy to her uh, and, you know, people want to, uh, you know, be around her um, for sure. So I ended up running into her in a, in a couple different plant life stores. Uh, she was up here in Edmonton, uh, checking in on some retail shops and uh, had the pleasure to meet her with uh, with uh, Plant Life's own Vanessa Brown there. They were touring around together. And uh, I mean, just uh, very positive, 
uh, very intelligent, very grateful too. Uh, just super happy to to be in the cannabis space and and happy to be uh, you know doing what she's doing. Um, so it was very very awesome to um, yeah get get to know her as well. Uh, a wonderful 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 person. Uh, hopefully we can get her on the on the podcast here uh, later on. Dino, that would be I think uh, pretty awesome. Um, and uh, I've got a I've got a quote from her website here. Uh, and, and it states, uh, you know, Ashley Newman is a passionate entrepreneur and mother. Uh, having worked in, in many different industries from construction to marketing and retail, Ashley was elated to finally end up in cannabis. Her devotion to cannabis began when she was looking for a natural alternative method to live her best life. Since then, cannabis has been a major part of Ashley's life, and she hopes to break the stigma surrounding the use of the plant and educate consumers on the cannabis category as a whole. So just truly awesome there i am 100 percent down with that message there um that whole stigma with cannabis is such a big thing for me um so i think yeah it's super important to be breaking that and uh yeah it's uh just a, a tremendous story uh with the, with the queen of bud here yeah real uh becoming a real force in the uh the cannabis industry so let's talk about you know i, I love the transition from retail to growing let's talk about the facility that they are growing this uh, wonderful bud at Oh yes, it's uh, it's the Kandri Cannabis Facility, and it's uh, it's located at the base of the Rocky Mountains in uh, uh, Sundry, Alberta, so just near Olds there. Uh, and the name of the facility the facility is called Calyptra, and it's uh, it's a state of the art facility. Uh, it's over forty three thousand square feet. Uh, they've got twelve different isolated grow rooms uh, equipped with advanced control technology. Um, I've been told I, I may be getting a tour of this facility in the near future, so I'm super excited to uh, go down there and check it out. Uh, there's definitely some uh, some really cool uh, brands that we see in the rec market that are being grown at this Candry facility as well. Uh, Joy Botanicals, RGB, uh, as well as Violet Tourist. Uh, they're all coming out of Candry as well. So a lot of a lot of fires coming out of that facility down south. Yeah, and I, I love. We're going to get into the uh, the website here and. Um... I love how they show you exactly what they are doing um, and and the uh, the work that they're doing. Um, they, they they tell you exactly what is going on. And uh, as as I've often said, and we've often talked about transparency. Transparency is so important in this industry because of that stigma. So I dig the website QueenOfBudCannabis.ca. We showed that retail website uh, earlier. It was really, really impressive. But I like what they have going on at their uh, their growing website. Yeah, absolutely. All the information, um, all the photos, all the stages, I think that's just great to have. Um, and I feel like the, the websites are also aesthetically pleasing, real easy on the eyes. Um, but, yeah, all that information, that's just – that's great. That's what we want to see on, on everybody's website, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, with you on that one. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the uh, history of this cultivar. Um, you know, we're, we're Blue Topaz, uh, the, uh, the, the previous name, Slurricane 9. So tell us a little bit about the, uh, the lineage and, and who created this. Yeah, for sure, Dino. So it's uh, Slurricane, the original Slurricane descends from a, a Dosi Doe. Uh, crossed with a uh, purple punch, and so Dosi Do is uh, kind of a classic, uh, super popular cultivar that's out there right now, and it's an OG Kush breath uh, crossed with a face-off OG BX1, and uh, it's kind of kind of known for its like uh, real kind of fruity fruity flavor uh, and floralness to it. Uh, and purple punch is the other uh, parent there, and that's a Larry OG crossed with a Granddaddy Purple, uh, one of my favorites, one of my go-to's. I just love the purples for sure. Uh, Purple Punch is also one of my favorites. Uh, it's it's right up there with Granddaddy Purps as well. Um, and it, it was created by uh, the American Breeders in-house genetics. And uh, and the Slurricane 9 that um, the Queen of Bud has as their cultivar is a combination of the phenotypes uh, Slurricane number 44 and Slurricane number 7. So uh, when when in-house genetics were creating the Slurricane, uh, uh, clearly they had at least 44 uh, different phenos of it, probably, you know, uh, definitely more than that. Uh, and, you know, those two kind of paired together just gave this really nice 80-20% uh, ratio indica-dominant hybrid that's super tasty. It's, uh, it certainly is. Uh, I, I, 
I loved Slurricane the first time I had it. I'm so glad to be able to find something uh, once again. It's uh, like my guest this week, uh, Charles from Chicago. Uh, you know, he loves the Bruce Banner. And we, you and I were so excited when we saw uh, that, uh, that Bruce come into the uh, legal market as well. So I'm, I'm really, really excited about this. And, you know, when we talk about uh, the THC level, this is at 15.4%. I don't know if you heard that just now, but that was a lot of people scoffing at how low the THC is. And Professor Chris, my educator, is here to explain why it's not all about THC. Oh, totally. THC is not the end-all, be-all in cannabis, for sure. Um, now, now this, uh, this slur came from Queen of Bud. It's, it's, I think, their lowest THC offering to the market. I mean, they've got some, like, 26%. Uh, garlic Kush pre rolls and uh, and they're they're California's so at 25 and and those are great. Uh, I'm also a big big fan of this 15. Now uh, there's more to it. Uh, we got to talk about you know the entourage effect um, we, when we talk about cannabis. So that's you know your cannabinoids, your THC, your CBD, uh, as well as your terpenes. And uh, I think for me, just on on my own personal level, uh, I feel like the terpenes that are in Purple Punch and are in Slurricane work well with my ECS, my endocannabinoid system, it just reacts really well. And uh, it's become one of my one of my go to's for sure. Um, Yeah, so a lot of people uh, will scoff, you know, maybe make a recommendation in store and say, you know, you're looking for something heavy uh, in the evening time, you know, try out the circuit. Oh, buddy, it's, it's 15%. That's not enough for me. We'll hear that a lot. Um, You know, I I wish those people would just give it a shot because it's, uh, it's heavy and it's nice. I'm with you, man. Uh, I am totally with you on that one. And uh, when you go back to their website, you can find out a little bit more information about the uh, the different cultivars they have and the uh, blue topaz that we're doing now. So you nailed it on uh, the entourage effect, and it's not all about THC. Uh, as I've said many times, you would not buy uh, your wine uh, probably based on alcohol percentage. So look for other things when it comes to THC. Now, I love this segment, What's in a Name? Because people can be really creative. So tell us a little bit about some of the names with uh, the cultivar and the LP. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we'll start with uh, Queen of Bud. Uh, and, you know, they got their name from their founder, Ashley Newman. Um, I, I think it's great you know she kind of stepped up early in the game uh you know she is the queen and uh, and she's kind of taken that that role in that throne um all of queen of bud cultivars they're named after crystals and uh and kind of with the crystals uh the effects with the crystals kind of have to do with what the the cannabis effects should be so uh the queen of bud marketing says with the the blue topaz is that it's uh it's the crystal that unlocks direct access to your inner inner wisdom empowering us to make positive decisions and reveal our inner truths and gain the ability to forgive and move on, helping us become our most authentic selves. So that's kind of the blue topaz there. I mean, uh, I, I, I think that's great. Uh, it is super uh, reflective. I, I, I definitely think when I, when I consume it. Um, and the, uh, the slurricane name, uh, you know, has to do with it hitting you like a hurricane. Um, there's also a boozy term uh, for, for someone that's drank a, a hurricane beverage, which has got, I think, Bacardi 151 in it. I think I had one in Vegas a while ago. Um, and, and becoming a slurricane and slurring their words. So uh, there's just a take on that kind of it. It, it hit you really hard. Uh, so, yeah, the, uh, the slurricane name there for sure. It does hit hard, and every time I, I I have this, I just have the Dylan Hurricane song running through about the uh, Denzel movie. Uh, about the boxer who went to jail. So, man, it's it's amazing the things that we associate it when we hear, uh, but it definitely hits hard, as we will get to in uh, the experience. But let's talk about the look. Uh, first of all, the packaging uh, comes in a, uh, a box as well, and then uh, just the, uh, the dube tube there holds two of the uh, half grammars. Probably doesn't need a box, but with all the labeling requirements, I understand uh, there are commitments that the LPs have to make, and hopefully in time, uh, all we're getting is uh, just the tube uh, with this. But um, pretty good. Uh, the the roll job on this one, phenomenal, Chris. Uh, you know, I, I think that this is one of the, the, the tighter uh, joints that I've had. Sometimes you get those ones that kind of bend at the, uh, the, the filter. Nothing like that for this one. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, they're they're all tight. Uh, I feel like in in since Queen of Buds hit the market, I've probably acquired and smoked over thirty 
let's say 30 of their pre-rolls and they've all been good and they all haven't ran and they've all been a super good quality smoke. So I feel like uh, they definitely kind of, um, you know, took their time in, in deciding the route of going with like how to, to get their pre-rolls and they picked the right option there because uh, all the Queen of Bud pre-rolls that I've had have been amazing. So uh, kudos to the, the Queen of Bud and their, and their crew out there at, uh, at the Pantry facility. Now, uh, what about the, uh, the, the, the bud itself, uh, not in pre-roll form? I, I know that you've uh, got a peek at some of this. Totally. Yes. Uh, I, I've absolutely, I've checked out, uh, the, the queen of bud, uh, it, the hurricane does come into 3.5. Uh, I just couldn't track any down. Um, it is a really nice looking bud though. Uh, caked in crystals is kind of the first thing that comes to mind when you see it. And the nugs are, are a darker green with like some purple flecks in them, but uh, just the layer of crystals that kind of covers the bud is kind of what makes it so intense uh, yeah. and attractive. That's awesome. And, you know, with something, you know, you, you mentioned earlier about, I know, and I know how big of a fan you are of GDP and uh, the fact that there's purple punch. I can only imagine what the colors must look like. Yeah, absolutely. There's uh, for sure uh, some good, some good amounts of purple in there. It's uh, it's really nice. It's something to see. All right, let's uh, go through the terpene list. Uh, what are we looking at with this? For sure. So the dominant terpene in uh, in the slurricane here is uh, limonene is number one, and that's kind of a citrus and fruity uh, aroma and flavor. Uh, Caryophylline is is number two, and that's uh, that's Dino's favorite. That's uh, black pepper and kind of a spicy uh, terpene. Uh, and then we have myrcene, uh, taking it up number three there, and that's kind of a an earthier uh, terpene. It's also found in mangoes, though. Uh, but yeah, those are kind of three common ones we, we, we see quite a bit in, in our talks here. So, uh, three of the more popular ones for sure. Yeah. Mercy and probably one of the most popular terpenes in every, uh, cannabis. It seems to be, uh, in, in, uh, so many, uh, different cultivars. Now, when we talk about the smell, uh, I always like to give Nosy McGee, my wife, Trish, the, uh, the first sniff when I open it and, uh, she went immediately to citrus. The next sniff I get, I went immediately to pepper. And, and I wonder if we sometimes, you know, we recognize the ones we like so much more because I seem to be able to pick out the pepper smell in so much. So we just decided that this smells like lemon pepper wings. But uh, what, what did you get for smell? <laughs> uh, for me, it was, uh, I, I, I got a, a sweetness. Uh, it's almost like a, a candy-like for me. I, I, I definitely get notes of pepper, though, off the initial whiff. Uh, for sure, which is uh, very noticeable. So it's kind of like sweet pepper uh, mm. for me. <laughs> uh, sweetness I get in the taste, um, definitely. What's uh, What was your uh, reaction when you taste this? So for me, it's it's like a sweet berry fruit uh, with some spice on the inhale. Um, and there's some nice kind of grape flavor notes to it. A um, little bit of vanilla in there. And then uh, kind of an earthy uh, exhale coming out. Uh, but super enjoyable also super smooth uh, i find these pre-rolls are are kind of tasty down to the filter which is uh you know bonus points yeah indeed it is tasty man and it is smooth um i get i get some of the earthy taste as well um and uh definitely i get the uh the sweetness though uh kind of right off the top of it so uh it's enjoyable and that's the uh, the main thing and then when it comes to the the effects and we should point out everybody is different when it comes to cannabis you talked about the endocannabinoid system so we all react differently but i can tell you my experience on this before i get to yours it knocked me out man i was i had one of these the the first one last night and i was uh you know Within like 25 minutes, ready for bed. It relaxed me. I had a really good sleep, although I do use some uh, Indica THC spray before I go to bed. But, man, this really, really, uh, you know, kind of just got me. And I was busy yesterday. I was working right up until I almost went to bed. Had this relaxed. Usually after staring at a computer or something like that and talking for so much, you're kind of wired. This really, really brought me to a, a relaxing situation. So that's my experience. What about yours, Chris? Yeah, you know, mine was kind of similar. Uh, very, very chill for me. Uh, very introspective high. Um, kind of got a lot of thinking done. Uh, you know, just like sitting on the couch watching, uh, watching some Netflix, and just uh, I would kind of like stop watching the show and just kind of get lost in my thoughts a little bit on uh, you know whatever I was thinking about. Uh, it's very uplifting and euphoric for me. Uh, I think that's why I like it so much. It just makes me smile a lot, puts me in a really good mood. 
Um, and I think I, I, you know, get pretty lazy. So uh, it's not really one to, you know, start a productive day. If you've got stuff to do, maybe, you know, plan to hit the slurricane uh, after you've completed your list. Um, I learned that the hard way. And uh, yeah, definitely sedative. I, I find like it's, it's couch lock city for me. Uh, it's, you know, tough to move. I, I find the struggle of like, maybe I'll, I'll go in a couple minutes. I'll, you know, I'll just, I'm so comfortable right now. Um, and uh, definitely a lot of, a lot of munchies associated with this one too. I, uh, I definitely uh, hit the fridge a couple of times uh-huh. when I hit it. Yeah. You know what I think this is going to be perfect for uh, when I go uh, camping or this, you know, the summer we've rented a cabin to go somewhere. I like to have one day where I just sit around and sit in the campsite, maybe do some reading, listen to music, just chill out around that. This is what that would be. It's just you're in, chilling out in nature. You you don't have any really thing to do, so you can just relax, maybe sit in a hammock for a while. I'm definitely going to be picking up uh, some of this blue topaz for that. But what do you think the three W's are? Who, what, and when is this good for, Chris? Yeah, you know, so uh, who it's good for, I think, uh, you know, we're talking that, that intermediate, that level two plus and up uh, is definitely, um, you know, it hits pretty hard. It's it's pretty... Um, relaxing there i mean we're not we're not looking at the highest thc levels there um but uh i just think that uh someone new to cannabis uh you don't want to jump in with, uh, with the hurricane right off the hop well, and that's a really good point that goes back to your earlier uh discussion about thc this is one that we would probably say punches above its weight it's 15 but it might rock you like some 26s out there because of that entourage effect because of the terpenes because of the the quality so it you, you might we might be mm-hmm. looking at us saying hey it's only 15 why is that level two plus because of everything that goes with cannabis so i think that's a really good distinction to make yeah for sure buddy it's uh yeah it does not feel like a 15 percenter <laughs> um what it's good for, uh, hitting the couch right after dinner. That was, I love uh, this pre-roll for that, for sure. Uh, it's great for movies, TV shows. Uh, I've been watching a little bit of Blown Away on Netflix. I think I actually just finished it. Um, it's all about blowing glass. It's a, like a reality uh, series. Right. And it's not a lot of like bongs t- really actually at all on the show. But man, the, uh, the stuff they do, uh, blowing, I had no, I had no idea. And, uh, I think, uh, maybe the canvas made that a bit more enjoyable too. <laughs> um, I think it's also good for like, uh, once things clear up with COVID, I think being like social with pals in kind of a chill way. Uh, I've got some homies that I, uh, used to see on the regular, uh, you know, once a week where we just go and hang out in the backyard and, uh, you know, burn a couple doobies. I think this would be great for that just to like really just chill. Uh, but you know, uh, nothing too too heavy. Um, I've also found it good for uh, for graphic work too. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of worked out worked out for me too in a in a real kind of chill vibe. So um, big big fan of uh, of the slur cane. And uh, and when it's good for Dino, I, I like I think any time of day. Um, you know you can start it, you can start it off your day with it. Just be prepared to have a very relaxed day, which I've done. Um, uh, I think mostly though evening time is kind of the best for me uh right after a meal too is uh is a real nice treat kind of sounds like a good campfire cultivar man like a really good cultivar to sit around maybe everybody gets their own joint and uh, you're gonna just have a chill conversation with some cool music in the background so i can't wait to uh bring this out with my friends when i'm allowed to get back and chill out with our friends again and i know you guys are excited at plant life i was talking with gage the other day He's like a kid in a candy store because you guys have a new store in Albany that is very close to being opening. Yes, it's uh, it's going to be opening up next week. Uh, yeah, in Albany there in uh, North uh, North Edmonton. Uh, we're all super pumped. The store uh, is already kind of coming together, starting to look great. Uh, I'm going to be there uh, the day before it opens, kind of getting those final touches. So I'm excited to get in there and uh, get my display, uh, you know, my merch and display game on. I uh, really make the store look pretty. Uh, we're gonna have some crazy, crazy door crasher deals too. Uh, you know, I can't really get into too much of the specifics, but uh, it's it's pretty stupid. I feel like people aren't gonna want to miss it. Um, and actually, speaking of the deals, there uh, we got that uh, Molo March Madness. So currently, uh, until the re- the remainder of March, um, the 2.5 milligram uh, balanced uh, microdose Molos. Uh, the non-alcoholic beer, 
they're on special of plant life too. It's also a really nice deal as well. So um, for anyone looking to like uh, try beverage out, I think that's kind of the perfect way to dip your toe in the water just to see. Uh, it's only uh, you know small amount of uh, cash, so it's it's great. So yeah, uh, come on down to the plant life stores, guys. Check us out. Come uh, talk to any one of our bud tenders. We'd love to help you out. Looking forward to that uh, new store. And people can head to uh, plantlifecannabis.com, order ahead, check the menus, and uh, you don't have to drive around town. And like we've always said, Chris, in and out a lot quicker, a lot safer right now for everybody. This has been a lot of fun. Blue Topaz, Slurricane 9, and Indica 8020 from Queen of Bud. Check them out online at www.queenofbudcannabis.com. Dot ca. Thank you so much for this, Chris. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to go take a nap probably very soon and have yourself a great week. Yeah, thanks, Tito. Thanks for having me, buddy. We'll see you soon. This is the Cannabis 101 podcast. It's all part of the cannabis life experience. Turning the wheel of cannabis until get a time. <sighs>Awesome stuff. Uh, we had the Queen of Bud and the Queen of Voiceovers, Christine Bandalow, and her husband Kevin Dabbs are uh, the voice team that you hear on this and uh, every one of my uh, podcasts. So big thanks to them for sure. And big thanks to you if you're watching this on our YouTube channel. Thank you so much. Or maybe you're checking it out uh, streamed on some of our social media channels. If you're listening and you want to check us out, we are on YouTube. Would love to have you subscribe. Click the bell. You'll get notified every time we put out an episode. And if of course, if you're listening, you can just subscribe uh, on whatever platform you choose. If you do like the show, please let us know. Leave us a review. I would absolutely love to hear what you have to say, what you think of the program, what you think we can work on. Uh, certainly, uh, we are looking for constructive criticism and how to make this show better. And uh, whatever stars you give us, uh, we'll be happy with. But we'd always, of course, appreciate a five-star review. want to remind you about the Weed Weekly. You can find it and subscribe at the Cannabis 101 Podcast website, www.cannabis101podcast.ca. Just click the green subscribe button. You're in the mix for our prize pack every Friday, but it is only uh, for subscribers. And it's a great way to keep up to date with the Cannabis 101 podcast. And if you'd love to help us out on our Patreon account, we would love that as well. If you would like to get in touch with us, it is pretty simple. If you'd like to be a partner and uh, join in the uh, fun of this show, please let me know. Email me, Cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. And for other great podcasts, you can check out Podcast Alley. It's where I have some of my other sports shows, Tracking the Draft with Craig Button, Fantasy Hockey Time, and UFHL Now, among others. Uh, so we have a lot of fun at Podcast Alley. It's uh, just right by the Hammock District. We're back at it on Tuesday with our number one, David Wiley from the OZ on This Week in Cannabis News. We'll chat with Malcolm LaBelle from the Green Generation Co. on the business of cannabis. We'll have another cannabis character weed words of the day, cannabis question, and much more. That comes your way on uh, next Tuesday, but individual segments will start coming out on Thursday, uh, right through Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So something every day of the week here on the Cannabis 101 podcast, whether it's uh, an episode or some of the individual segments, uh, breaking them down uh, for you in that way. All right, thank you so much for joining me on the program Appreciate you watching or listening. A big thanks to Charles from Sea of Cars for joining me. And, of course, Chris Ienson, our educator uh, from Plant Life Cannabis, regional manager. We did a Queen of Bud, Blue Topaz, which is Slurricane 9. It was absolutely delicious. Thank you so much for joining me on the program today. Remember, it's not just about getting high. It's about getting healthy. We will chat with you again very soon as we leave you. We always do with the marijuana song from the artist My Dead Dog coming at you here. Have yourself a great week.
My name is Atu. I love to get blasted.